The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, last week, Sitlesi uh, Kalala promising the people of KZN better economic reforms in order to grow their province, but also better service delivery and the, the establishment of special economic zones. That's just among a part of what he addressed in his State of the Province address. He joins us now. Mr. Zikalala, good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning to you, uh, KZ, and good morning to your listeners. Quite a comprehensive state of the province that you delivered. Perhaps very briefly and for the benefit of our listeners, in your view, what are the three key areas that you are going to have to um, focus on as the government in KZN over the next year? Well, over the next year, the main three areas, the first one is to unite the people, mobilize all sectors, in the fight to overcome, uh, to defeat uh, COVID-19. But the second is economic recovery, reconstruction, and job creation. And the third is the issue of fighting to ensure stability in the province of KwaZulu-Natal. So broadly, these are three focal areas that will be critical for us as the province as we go forward this year. Mm. Expand a bit on the issue of stability for me. What does that mean? We do need to fight to, 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 to inculcate the culture of uh, tolerance, stability, and this entails few things. One is to deal with challenges of uh, crime that affect many areas, uh, especially the townships. Two is to deal with violence. Before we had uh, the killings of political leaders, but now we have the killings that are taking place within the traditional leadership. Now we need to stabilize and address that. The third, it's violence in the taxi industry, which unfortunately end up costing the lives of people, including people who are not uh, involved in the taxi industry, but who are commuters. Mm -hmm. So we have these challenges uh, that undermine stability. But also stability talks to the issues of social cohesion. And we do need to attend to issues of racial discrimination, and racial intolerance, especially that affect areas that are uh, farm areas where you will have tension between farmers and farm workers. In your view, was the state of the province address that you delivered last week what the province required and what the moment, um, this moment that we are in requires? Yes, in my view, uh, and not based on my view, but based on the general response we received from both political parties, but sectors also uh, in the province, we can safely say that this state of the province address responded to key challenges of the province, and it's what our uh, it's what the people of KwaZulu Natal would have expected us decisive leadership, clear program, but from now they are expecting equally a decisive implementation. 
Of course, some members of the opposition don't agree with you. They don't agree that the speech was what the moment requires. If I look at some of the statements that were made perhaps by the IFP leader, Velinkosi Tlabisa, this is in response to your State of the Province address, he said he was, he was expecting you to be a lot more bold, especially when it comes to rooting out corruption that has affected in particular the issue of PPE and the corruption that has taken place under um, the different lockdowns that we have been in in the country? Well, I think we were bold in action. That's where we've demonstrated action. Because we've demonstrated boldness when we took the matter up, we investigated it within the short period. We suspended all officials that were involved. Now, that matter is in public. We keep on updating the people on it. It would have not uh, been a new issue or a new intervention. I did account on what has been done and committed that they will clear, there will still be clear decisions on fighting corruption. Even now, I can safely say, as government, we are not even considering bringing back those people who are suspended Instead, we are expediting disciplinary cases against them. Has the money involved in all of these projects, has that been recovered? The process has already started and some is being recovered right now through the investigation conducted by the, uh, state, the, the, the state investigating unit, the SIU. Of course, one of the difficulties, Premier, is that when we have a conversation like this, it's taking place after the fact, right? So it's after the after the corruption has happened. It's after the funds have been misused or, you know, have been ill-gotten. I suppose what opposition parties are looking for and what residents of KZN would be looking for is mechanisms to prevent the corruption from taking place in the first place. Indeed, and that's what we displayed, and that's what we, we emphasized. We emphasized uh, the question of building an ethical, uh, meritocratic, developmental state. And we dedicated a greater section on that, how we intend to fight and eliminate corruption, not only to act as a post-factor, but to prevent, including ensuring that big tenders are assessed before they are issued, including uh, uh, trying to uh, ensure that in each department there is risk uh, management that takes place, but including ensuring that we open space for people to report about corruption uh, through the call sent through the hotline that the premier's office is putting in place and ensure that that hotline is also audited and issues that come from the communities are implemented. When you say that big tenders will be assessed, what is considered a big tender? So what is the value attached to what you see as a big tender? And how well, we different and how different would the process be going forward to what it has been in the past? The first, it will be different because it will now be done by treasurer. 
before the departments will issue contracts before any uh, assessment. In this regard, once the procurement is done and finished, we are saying Treasury must conduct an assessment whether everything was done accordingly as expected. And uh, that's not for the first time. During the issue of the PPEs, on the second page, we did so. And we will continue to do that as we go forward. And what is the value of these tenders? Uh, so is well, there a particular uh, for PPEs, amount? We yeah. were we were clear that for PPEs, we're doing everything. Uh, I think it's above two million, but also the internal control is looking on the lesser price. Treasury assessing from two million upward. When it comes to the fact that you know there is now supposed to be a vaccine rollout. One of the criticisms against that has been leveled against you by some members of the opposition is that there doesn't seem to be a clear rollout plan when it comes to um, the vaccine. Well, we have a clear rollout plan. Maybe they don't understand it. And we have said that the plan starts as now, as of now, we are vaccinating in two centers. And that is informed by the number of people who are registering. And once people register, we then say, okay, you are located here. All right, come to this particular center, which is near you. But we will then be escalating, or not escalating, but rather cascading the process down to district, even those that are outside Deben. And what we are doing is to say people must register, then we will take vaccine to vaccinating centers in district, then we, dist- we, we ensure that it is conducted there. The plan is in place, it is known, it has been communicated to all people. Do you have the names of the hospitals that are going to be used for rolling out uh, the vaccines? Right now, we are using Chief Albert Lutuli Hospital and Prince Mshieni Hospital. We also have hospitals per district, the regional hospitals. So have those hospitals, have the names of those hospitals been identified and also released to members of the public? Yes, we are going to, uh, if you need a list, we can even send you the list. Mm. We do have a comprehensive plan and everything is tight. We are rolling out the, pro- the, the, the vaccination. The first 10,800 vaccines we received were handled by the two institutions I've mentioned, and the rest is going to go to districts as well. So we communicate based on the number of people who are registered for vaccine and send the vaccines according to district based on the number. When it comes to the issue of rooting out corruption, you've um, you know, called for a strengthening of uh, mechanisms that allow people to be whistleblowers and to inform government departments of what's happening. How likely do you think it is for people to take up the space, especially where you are seeing an increase in violence within the community? And often part of what that means is that people will be afraid that should they be the ones to speak out against certain uh, instances of corruption, then they will be targeted. Yes, and that's why we are saying it is important that we educate people 
on how to report. And we are seeing the best way is to have call center, uh, the hotline, where people will report as anonymous, having no uh, obligations to report themselves and explain who they are, but to provide us information and based on information provided, we will then be able to investigate that. But we're also saying even the hotline will be monitored and continuously assessed, audited, whether we are, in, we are following what people are raising even in that hotline. We're in conversation with Sike Zikalala. He is the Premier of KwaZulu Natal. The numbers to use for this conversation today is 011 The SMS line is 41391 on WhatsApp 0614-104-107. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag there is SFM Talking Point. We're reflecting on the state of the province address. Um, that was delivered by the Premier last week and, of course, some of the other issues that he says his administration is going to be focusing on over the next year. So key among them being the issue of COVID-19. We also have listed the economic recovery and, as he said, a stability due to the different types of violence that uh, have been noted in, 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 in communities in KZN, whether it's a political party leaders who are being killed, traditional leaders who are coming under fire, and also the the taxi industry, uh, where there's also quite a lot of violence in that sector as well. So I'll be taking your calls and your WhatsApp voice notes in a moment. Uh, Premier, tell me more about this war room that you're establishing in terms of economic recovery. Well, the war room is dedicated for job creation. We are aiming to identify all opportunities that have a potential to yield jobs and ensure that those opportunities are fast-tracked and all of those projects bearing job opportunities are implemented with speed. We are identifying that sectors will help us create more jobs will be infrastructure development, which is key, and we need to unlock a lot of infrastructure development. And that will mean we unlock, but also we front load some of these infrastructure development programs. The second will be to boost sectors that are low labor absorbing, and that will talk to boosting agriculture and manufacturing. As you would have seen, we have been very clear on the question of establishing the clothing and textile SEZ. We have secured the land for that the site that is big uh, in Ladysmith, but it's not going to be only for Ladysmith. It's going to include, incorporate the, the, the Ladysmith, Newcastle, and Pitamariste corridor. And it is known that clothing and textile has the potential to create more jobs for low-skilled workers, especially women. Now, these are three areas that we know that will create much-needed jobs. And then we are saying through this war room, all projects that are, are linked to these sectors will have to be monitored and ensure that they are uh, expedited in terms of implementation. 
But more than that, we are saying there are uh, 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 there is a need for an approach to mitigate poverty. And in this regard, we talk about lot of people who are unemployed and cannot even sustain themselves. As you might have heard from the State SA report last year, that in the country the number of discouraged unemployed persons is increasing. And therefore we need interventions, and that will be in a form of extended public works program, where we package programs that will go to localities and ensure that the, lo- the people are benefiting, even if it will mean a work for three, four days a week, as long as they will be able to sustain their livelihood and get skills. Of course, you're saying this at a time where many small businesses have been forced to shut down due to the economic conditions. And therefore, if they are to play a meaningful role, they have to be supported in terms of getting back up on their feet. Is there a different plan that KwaZulu-Natal has to what the national government has in terms of how you're going to be supporting those businesses? Yes, we've got a a plan uh, our entities, especially Itala Finance Development Corporation, have taken a, a package and intervention plan to support small businesses that are either loaned by Itala or are operating in the premises that are owned by Itala. This will include ensuring that in terms of their rental agreement, they are supported either defer uh, some payment uh, depends on what each company is experiencing. So there is a plan. But we are also saying those who are saving loans must also be uh, catered for and be supported. But that should not mean we compromise sustainability of these uh, state institutions. All right. Unfortunately, Minister, we're also losing you a bit on the line there. So I'm going to ask, uh, uh, rather, uh, Premier, we're losing you on the line. So I'm going to ask that maybe if we can try and work on that connection. It's 10.30. We're going to go to the latest news headlines with Zolakat Godashe. After this, I'll be taking your calls. Remember the number to use this morning, 11 uh, The WhatsApp line is 614 I'll be taking uh, your calls after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're live on The Talking Point. We're in conversation with uh, the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal, Sikhe Zikalala. We're reflecting on his state of the province address and some of the promises that he has made to the people of KZN. And uh, we're taking your calls. Premier, just double-checking that you're on the line. Yes, I am on the line. All right, there. great. Let me begin with Mandla. You're calling us from Josini. Good morning, Mandla. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to the Premier. Mm. Yes, Kathy. Um, around here in Josini, we have a, a problem of lazy traffic cops. The traffic police of here in Josini, they, are, they don't do their work. I mean, they always their cars, or, um, government cars, doing nothing. They whisper... Uh, Unnecessary traffic during peak hours here in Chosen because of those police, traffic police who do not do their work. So do you, do, do you see them out on the road at all and are they just watching things while staying yes, in yes, their yes, cars yes. or what happens? They are, they, are, they are watching things. They are just inside their cars, mm. government cars and looking at the traffic. 
is nobody's business. They're just doing it like that every time. Mm. And they're doing as they like. Have you ever tried to approach the Mandla? All those guys, they are rude. Mm. You, can, you, can, you can never tell them anything. Mm. They are just, they're going to tell you that they are, they are doing their work, whereas they are just sitting in themselves doing nothing. Mm. Mr. Zikalala, do you, do you want to respond to that? Well, while we, we take note of this, uh, we will try to intervene because some of the traffic cops, I believe, are under the municipalities. And we will follow up with a chosen municipality. In Guazulu Natal, we have what we call uh, Operation Sukumasake, where as MECs or the members of the Executive Council, we get deployed to work with the districts to support them, uh, them on programs of socioeconomic transformation. And it happens that Chosini falls under Umkanyagute, and it is a district where I am assigned to work in. And I will take up that with Mayor, Ma- Mayor Mabika. But if it is the provincial, which I really doubt, we, it will be easy because we will work through the Department of Transport and address this issue. Mandla, is that a good enough answer for you? Um, I hope the, hope the Prima will speed up those process. And also, too, just a bit coffee. Um, there is a strike here in Chosini. Today, um, if you go past Chosini, between Chosini and Wavuma, there's a place called, um, there's a place called Siposetu. People there that are closing the road because there's a contractor who has to bring water from Chosini Dam to, to, to Nguavuma, and they have employed people who are not around the area, and people there that are closing the road. And as I speak now, there is pictures of people closing the road, and there's nothing happening. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Are you yeah, aware? Are, are you aware of that of that protest, Premier? No, we've not been informed of that. Uh, but because Mandla has raised it with me, uh, after this we will be taking it up with the mayor, uh, Mayor Mkombo. Uh, of the district uh, of Umkanyagute, and we will intervene and ensure that the matter is addressed. All right. Mandla, thanks for that call. Mandla out in Josini. Uh, Sfiso, you're also calling us from Durban. Good morning. Morning, Katie. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. I'm all right. Uh, also, morning to to our premier there. Uh, Katie, uh, what I would like to ask the premier is uh, there's a group of uh, uh, people that... Uh, that call themselves uh, the business people here in Guazul Natal. They have a, a name that they call themselves. I'm not too sure if the premier is aware of them because sometimes their doings, they seem to, 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 to stop the service delivery because when there's a company that is tasked to, to, to doing a job in, mm-hmm. in some areas of KZN, they, they come there and they demand a, a certain, certain share of uh, the, the payout and... Mm-hmm. Apparently, they don't do any work. They're just doing that. And I've seen it in, in, in some townships as well where they, mm. where they, they disturb the, the, the service delivery in terms of the, the, the rubbish collection. Mm. They, the, the cars, the trucks that collect, collect rubbish from the township, they have to be uh, escorted by police. I don't know if the premier is aware of that and what are they planning to do about it because I don't think it's something that is right. 
you, you're yeah, absolutely it's, it's, you're absolutely right, Fiso, and and I believe it's linked to the construction mafia, as it it has yeah, been often yeah. described uh, by the the sector itself. Uh, Premier, do you want to respond to Fiso's question? Yes, and thanks, Fiso. We are dealing with this matter. These are business forums. They try to call themselves business forums, but in in fact, these are just gangs that are busy extortion, engaging extortion, trying to uh, force people to pay them. And we've dealt with them uh, in Umlazi. You will know that they were disrupting the waste uh, removal uh, program, I think, two weeks ago. We have intervened, and we're going to deal with them, and we are working with police in dealing with these issues. We are not going to be dictated on how to run service delivery by criminals who want to just extort money from business people and from government. We are not going to allow that and we will be firm and very decisive. Of, of course, Premier, one of the difficulties is that in as much as you can talk tough on it now, it has been taking place unabated on the ground. And there are quite a number of instances. And, you know, we, we have callers from different provinces who tell yes, us about I, what is happening. If, and so you, there, there seems to be an impression that not even the local authority, sometimes in municipalities, whether it's police officers, that there isn't really the will to try and deal with this matter and that it is often just... You know, it's up to the construction company that's involved in this process to end up paying whatever it is that these individuals are working for, for the sake of their project to go ahead. No, there is a a will and there are programs where we are dealing with these uh, issues. Have there been people arrested? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, can I please? If you remember, when it happened last year, we intervened. And then it then uh, subsided. It then emerged, I think, two or three weeks ago in Umlazi. We dealt with it decisively in Umlazi. And right now, I don't think in Umlazi there is still such a thing. It then moved last year to trucks. I personally met with all of them, the truck uh, drivers. I met with the truck owners. We had the process of dealing with uh, complaints about uh, foreign nationals who are dominant in the logistic industry. We dealt with that. Right now, there is nothing that is a complaint. So I won't say that thing. There is no will on our side. We. by these groupings we are always going to be decisive in it all right we lost you we lost you a bit there uh, on the line premier uh, there seems to be just a, a slight interruption with that line but my next question to you was that have there been people arrested for it so when you talk about dealing decisively with it has there people been yes, arrested there are, are there cases, cases yes there are cases right now that are in court of these people uh, who have been trying to uh, 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 demand money from business and from big companies that are operating here. And just and just based on your investigations, what are some of the patterns that you have identified in terms of who these people are and what is driving this behavior? Well, these are people who have piggybacked on a genuine grievance that 
africans are marginalized from the economy they are not part of the mainstream economy they emerge out of the cry that uh, they are uh, <clears throat> the economy in Japan in particular is dominated by uh, people of indian origin when we engage with that we engage with them and manage to separate those who were and when interest of, of, of getting into business, those who had genuine interest of becoming entrepreneurs. We established programs to train them. We established programs to ensure that they can access business opportunities legitimately through the procurement framework of the country. Then these people who could not be part of that, they formed themselves, they called themselves names of Matelang Ogbona and other forums. They go around disrupting and demanding money, and we are dealing with these people. There are even cases that we can also publicize of these individuals. It includes a case where they try to invade uh, the Department of Health, and we took that matter up with the police, and it is also in court. Have any of them been found to have political affiliations or links? Well, I wouldn't want to speak on that, and I don't think it will good politicize criminal issue, because a lot of things happen, and criminals cannot go around hiding uh, around political camps. These are criminals, and they must be dealt with as such. Let me go to Delani in Durban. Delani, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Katie. Yes, welcome to the show. What's your question uh, for the premier? Thank you so much. First time good. caller, hey? Yay, yay. <laughs> I can hear in the excitement in your voice that you're just like, Kathy, please recognize my moment. Recognize my moment. Are we going to do it? What's the point? All right, Delani, um, welcome to okay, the show. Go okay, for it. Thank you. Kuzeni, <laughs> Ninjan, can I call you that? Please. Mr. Prim, Ninjan. Sikona, Ninjan. I see a pila nati. Yes, I understand uh, you are an uh, alumni of educated in. And mm. uh, I, I'm sure you have seen how our university is always in problems. At the start of the year, every year mm. we're finding it hard to start the program because of mm. like students demanding this and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I think I know universities are autonomous, as they say, but it's, it's important for you as a premier to intervene, taking into consideration that having a university a good university that runs like a machine is beneficial mm. for your province. Yes, yes. Yes, because universities uh, also have the impact on the economic development of the province. And yes. I'm sorry, maybe you have intervened, but several times I've never heard you intervene in this situation, <laughs> in the situation. Mm. I, I don't know whether you don't see the impact in the long run or maybe you're busy with other problems but i will urge you please mm. to do intervene oh, yes yes okay thanks can i answer okay 
Yes, we intervene uh, always when there are problems. Last year, when there was a problem, I intervened. I just set the team, which is led by Isim Shengu, together with the team from my office, which is uh, in the Human Resource Development Council, uh, which is incorporating uh, the functioning of, your, of, of, of the institutions of higher learning. We are working in resolving all problems. I must just say, by the way, that even currently, I know there's been a problem. There is a problem in UKZN, and I met with the management of UKZN a week ago, together with MEC Mshengu, and we are engaging with uh, the students uh, through their leadership, and we're trying to ensure that the matters are resolved. I am very concerned that Often there is instability and strikes and protests in UKZN mm. that undermine even the integrity of the campus, of the institution itself. And whenever there are problems, we must be able to make problems amicable. And that's why it is important to be proactive and deal with issues before they are escalated to become uh, serious, where you get people striking, banning things and all of that. So in the current situation, we are intervening, but we also want to uh, establish a relationship between the student and the management, which will be the long-lasting relationship. I must also quicken to say that student politics is sometimes defined by opportunism and interest, and that makes it difficult to preempt strikes because some will just want to strike so that they position themselves for the forthcoming SRC elections. And that's why we need to uh, instill a culture of being responsible among the leaders, whether young leaders or leaders in the society at large, but we need that culture of uh, just being responsible and knowing that whatever we do has a consequence for your own institution. Mm. All right. Uh, thanks Thanks for that, Premier. Let me go to AK in Durban. I'm mindful of the fact that we're quickly running out of time. I, I must tell you, Premier, the phone lines um, are quite Hello, busy. Lots of people wanting yeah. an opportunity to engage with you this morning. AK, mm. good morning. Yeah, good morning, ma'am. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to make about six points to the. Oh no, AK, six points is too many. I'm yeah, but darling, I know. I'll, I'll just you can make an order. But you see, we Ma- gave the students, we gave the students a lot of time to talk. Any, that's not the problem. The problem is pay the employment at the uh, at the municipality. One, right? Number two, Metro Police has taken five hundred thousand and for overtime, right? And the third thing, the Kenville Road in Sikaolik is closed. And Morningside, there are lots of prosecuting, right? And mm-hmm. fourth, I would like to say that uh, this uh, man talking about uh, people harassing, contracting for work, mm-hmm. it's done in my family. We paid about 40,000 rand to finish the project. Mm-hmm. And and Eke, tell me about tell me about your experience there. Uh, you say it happened in 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 your family. So when these yes, people we, when, when we, these we, people came and asked for that money, how did you yes, respond to uh, it initially? My, it's my family business. There was a, mm-hmm. a garage in in, in Moor Road in in Durban. We had a construction uh, for shell to uh, for Caltech to renovate it, and this 
20 people came there, they said, we want the job, we stay here, why we don't have the contract, what and this and this and this. Mm. We paid between 25 and uh, 30,000 rand we had to pay to finish the job. And the job took, instead of taking uh, three months, it took six months. Mm. And but did when you, we did, call, did, when did we you call ever the report police, it? Madam, you, yeah. madam, hold on. Mm. When we call the police, the police say it's not their matter. This is uh, against the law. Uh, you must take it to your attorneys and all that. And the police just went away. They did nothing about it. Mm. Mr. Zikalala? Yes, no thanks. I'm sorry, AK, to hear that story, and it is very wrong. It will be good if you can communicate with us so that we will understand. But it is important that you take the matter to the police, and if police are not helpful, please contact the provincial government so that we'll be able to take up the matter with them and ensure that that case is, 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 is dealt with. This is an unfortunate report which cannot be left unattended, and we will be in, uh, uh, we will appreciate to get your details so that we can follow on the matter mm. okay is that okay prostituting in the morning side prostituting is under control police is taking bribe drugs is on i'm sorry you name the name by the nigerians drugs is on full force right the police are doing nothing they come and collect the tax every morning and they go back so it sounds like just a general issue of, of policing uh, that is being raised, yes. Minister, uh, Premier? Yes, it's a matter that we'll have to work on. And that's why in the state of the province address we said we are going to escalate the monitoring of policing in all areas. And the issues that uh, AK is raising are very correct. We need to deal with issues of prostitution, drugs, human trafficking, and all of those issues, not only uh, in one area, but around Devon as a whole, and including in some small towns where this thing is now becoming prevalent. Premier, I know that you have your monthly political engagement meeting uh, starting at 11 o'clock, but we've, we've got so many callers that, that are coming in. Can, can I see four more minutes of your time? Yes, you can. I'm, 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 I'm so sorry to do this to you. I think we'll, no take, problem. we'll take maybe a, a couple of more questions. Some of them have been coming through on the WhatsApp line. So uh, let's try and get through one or two of them. Mm. Uh, good morning, my sister. Uh, I'm just uh, listening uh, to the premier. As, he, as he's saying, uh, maybe other people going to work uh, three days in a week. Uh, so that they can sustain themselves. How can you sustain yourself with the work of today's? As you know, the prices of food uh, in our country, everything is high, man. So my question uh, to the Premier is, uh, when they will uh, uh, build a jobs, uh, sustainable jobs, uh, not a contract jobs, a jobs, a permanent job, so that uh, people can work and uh, and so that uh, they can sustain themselves not a three days job in a week no 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 i don't agree thank you good morning uh, safm family katie can you ask the premier of kzn what is happening with the bridge city hospital the pixley kaisama Kaseme hospital built in bridge city near guamash it's not open uh, millions were spent but we we are struggling to get uh, assistance and uh, knowledge from all the at the penalty. 
All right, Premier, we'll leave it there with uh, with some of the voice notes that have come in for you, and you can just respond before we let you go. No, thanks, Kitty. Uh, the first question, look, the, the EPWP or the placement, it's an intervention as we build skills uh, for those people to be effective and to become absorbable by the industry. We know this is not a permanent job. It does not create permanent employment. It's not a decent employment. So it's an intervention that goes with training at the same time. And I did unpack earlier on areas we're going to focus on as part of job creation. With regard to the last question, in our state of the province address, we address the matter. The hospital, which is uh, Dr. Pilsika Isakaseme Hospital, situated in the bridge city, will be opened before June. What we are busy with now, the department is busy filling posts of people who will be working there and putting in systems of work uh, as we are expected to open, as we are expecting to open the hospital within the next two three months. Premier of KwaZulu Natal, Mr. Zikle Zikalala, let me thank you so much for your time this morning, uh, Premier. I think, judging by the responses, we certainly need to have um, this conversation a lot more regularly because uh, I think you know there's a great appetite from people to be able to engage with you with what is happening in the province.